But here we are at Akron Comic Con here at the John S. Knight Center in beautiful downtown Akron, Ohio. Cody, we what? are we are dressed up today. We, we have are. the booth here. We We're have River up. City Cosplay today. You're we dressed do. up as Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. And I got BB-8 here. I don't know That's if you right. can see you, him. You can't see him can in the video. BB-8? That's all right. Maybe. Well, I here's the crazy thing. So this is a podcast. So oh, we're going to try to keep it both, um, you know, visually Ooh, uh, uh, so that, you know, you, you're able to tell what's going on. Yes. But also, you know, we might be able to make a video out of this. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm just a bit Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt. He, like, fixed his jacket last night, so he's looking all I was up like till 3.30 a.m. Volume That's 2. True. I was. I was. But, um, yes, we are here. It's great. Uh, it's Sunday. Shane and Chris are here with us. Yeah, Shane and Chris. So Shane and Chris, those two people uh, that we know. There's lots of fun stuff here. Pop culture. That's right. Pop comics, cosplay, comic books, artists, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, voice actors. Um, we there's a bunch of people in cosplay and costume. Yeah. We've seen some really great ones. What's uh, any that you've seen that you really liked? Um, yeah, I mean I've seen several that I liked, but I think there was a there was a really cool apocalypse yesterday. I don't really oh, like X Men. Yeah. But the apocalypse was. He neat. was like wearing football pads to make himself look bigger. Yeah, it was pretty great. You should try that. Oh, thanks, yeah. you jerk. <laughs> anyway, so um, here we go. We're gonna go uh, talk to some people, get some, uh, you know, get some details yeah. and information about the Comic Con. Let's go. Let's go. All right, here we are on the show floor. We just entered the doors. Uh, Chris and Shane, you know, we've Hi. been to Hi, many, Shane. many uh, Comic-Cons before. What is your guys' thoughts and initial First reaction? Impression. You know? It's Wait, have you been to one before? I feel I underdressed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a costume or something. But, no, it's uh, it actually looks like a really fun event. There's a lot of comics here, a lot of people in costume. Yeah. See, I, I'm a little older than you guys. I don't know if you know this or not. No, I, I had never noticed. And so when I used to go to Comic-Cons, the, the cosplay wasn't as popular. It was it was, it was was just <laughs> comics. I just got ambushed by somebody who looks like I think, Jack yeah, Sparrow. Yeah, I think that Jack Sparrow might have been smelling you. So I, I like the fact that people are more into it with, with dressing up than they were, you know, back in my younger days. Yeah. When comics were in black and white, they were, they were, etched on stones. They were in the newspaper. How about you, Shane? I have been to several Comic-Cons because we brought our children. Yes. And actually, I think that we've, they've come for like the past three years. Sometimes they, our, their grandpa brings them. But the first time we brought them, they were a little young, and there was like this huge looming monster, and they were terrified. <laughs> but I think they were about two years old. So now they're more prepared for this, right, and right. they love it. Yeah, it's so much fun. Anyway, we're going to look at some fun stuff in here today. I think we're going to go check out uh, local artist Ted Sakura. And I think we're going to go back to our booth and check out River City Cosplay and see kind of what so you guys can get a look at what Ryan and I do at Comic-Cons normally. So we're here with local creators of a comic that has really taken off. It's called Apama, and it's known nationally and internationally. So we're here with Ted Sakura and Milo Miller. How are you today, Ted? We're doing great. Uh, thrilled to be at the Akron Comic-Con. Tell us a little bit about the comic and, and how it started, because you're a, you're a noted uh, filmmaker in the area, a creative person. I know you do graphic design and artwork as well. How did this segue into, into comics? Uh, well, Milo and I were huge comic book fans, and we wanted to do a book that kind of, a movie that had our love of comics kind of baked into it. So this is a story of a, uh, it's a dark comedy romance. The guy in it has an idea for a superhero, and his idea is based on the premise that so many heroes are creature-themed, but all the good creatures have been taken, like the spider and the bat, etc. So he makes up a new kind of animal that's so powerful yet stealth, we've still yet to discover it. And he calls that an apama. 
Well, this makes no sense to publishers. That's part of the humor of the movie is him trying to always explain a Pama. But his girlfriend, being an aspiring fashion designer, makes him a costume of his own character for Halloween. Once he has that, he starts running around in it trying to fight crime, and, and that's our, our movie. That's really cool. And when, and when did you begin working on that project? Uh, when did we start? Oh, geez. Uh, I guess we were writing it in 2000. Yeah. And then we, yep. we actually shot in 2004. We spent three years just working on the script. So you've been, so this is a thing that's been, and it has sequels, and you guys, right, or no? Are you working on one? Or? Well, you know what? We actually uh, have written a, a feature film based okay. on the comic book now, so we're kind of coming full circle, kind of oh, moving okay. back into the, into the feature film. So the feature film gave birth to the comic book, uh, a lot of people, you know, as Ted was saying, thought the, you know, the idea of a Pama was so, uh, so interesting. You should really do this as a comic. So he started doing a single issue comic as almost a promotion for the DVD release of the film. Came out so well, we decided to keep doing more issues, and so that's kind of how the the comic took off. The comic is a completely different world, though. So this is the 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 book. You know, this is a story that would have been in the main character's head. So it's about a Hungarian ice cream truck driver in Cleveland who unlocks the spirit force of the most savage creature mankind has never known. And you guys also use a, a famous uh, comic book artist. And I and if I recall, you would send him pictures of the Cleveland skyline, and he would illustrate those. Correct. He's from Mexico, yeah. right? Uh, he's from Spain, Benito Gallego. Okay, Benito Gallego. And does he still work with you on the yes. project? Yeah, he's done today 12 issues. Wow. And, and how he, many issues do you have now? Well, we have 11 available here at the con. So the first volume is the first five issues. Then we have the second six issues. And um, the next volume just began. So he's got one more issue done. Okay. Headed towards that. Cool. And so what are each of your individual roles in this project, if you wouldn't mind telling us? You wanna, oh. Well, yeah, I'm the co-writer. Um, Ted and I kind of come up with a lot of the ideas, um, you know, the plot, character. Um, and we just kind of take it from there. And then, uh, so uh, we send the script to Benito. He does the pencil and inks. Uh, when we get it back, I do the coloring and lettering as well. Great. And this obviously isn't your first Comic-Con. I know you travel all over the country to mm -hmm. Comic-Cons. I know yeah. you've been to San Diego, right, and uh, New York? Yeah. Okay. And tell me about some of the most exciting places you've been to. Well, um, let's see. When I was at, uh, I did Stanley's Comic Kazi in Los Angeles. Um, and one of the coolest things that happened was somebody's buying my book, you know, and uh, I, I said, um, you know, what do you do? And he goes, oh, I'm Ben Edlund. I created The Tick. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, that was amazing. Um, I was just at New York, and uh, a guy who is a, someone brings somebody to the table um, who said, you know, you're going to love this guy's book. And it turns out it was a uh, it was Jim Salakrup, who was the editor for Amazing Spider-Man for years during the whole Todd McFarlane wow. run. And, he sat down with me and gave me this long critique, and it was it was amazing. It's probably a comic book lover's dream come true for you, right? It really was. Yeah. So, if people want to find out a little bit more about Apama or about what you guys do, can they? Where can they find out about that? Oh well, they can uh, go to apamanation.com. We're on on Facebook. Um, that's probably the best place to hit us up. Yeah, um, you know, and if you can't remember the name, uh, clevelandsuperhero.com will forward you right to that as well. Cool. Any upcoming cons you guys are going to be attending? I'll be going to Pittsburgh for Steel City. Okay. There's Genghis Khan in Cleveland. Um, those are this year. Then, of course, we'll be back at Wizard and okay. um, heading to Seattle, I believe, and, and WonderCon in Los Angeles. Cool. Thanks for joining us yeah, today. Thanks, guys. And good luck to you. Yeah, thanks, thanks so for having much. us.
All right, here we are at Akron Comic Con. We're with writer Mark Sumerak here. Uh, Mark is a good friend of ours, so we definitely want to come over and talk with him. He has a new book, com new book that came out about a week ago or so, week two, two weeks or so. Uh, Mark, uh, you know, why don't you t tell us a little bit about what you do and some of the work that you've uh, done, and uh, you know, just let us know like who you is. All right, uh, I'm Mark Sumerak. I'm a Cleveland-based writer. Uh, I've been working in the comic book industry for almost 20 years. Uh, and work primarily for Marvel. Uh, I've done a lot of Marvel characters over the years, from uh, the Avengers to the Guardians of the Galaxy, X-Men, uh, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, all of those. Uh, recently, I've started branching out and doing other properties. Uh, I recently had a Ghostbusters book come out, which is the tech manual to all of the Ghostbusters equipment, including the uh, the cars, the Ecto-1 from all three movies. That's so cool. Uh, as well as the proton packs and Ghostbusters. Had tracks. that ever been done before? It had never been done before, and, and I was working with Troy Benjamin, uh, my co-writer, who, who did really the heavy lifting on all the tech stuff, and then I wrote a lot of the in-world character stuff to kind of make it feel like it's in that fun world of Ghostbusters. Um, and it's all approved by Ghost Corps and Sony, and got the thumbs up from Ivan Reitman, so it was really cool. Wow. To be a part of, of a so here's the cool thing. So I was talking with Mark earlier, and I'm glad that um, uh, I get to speak with you now for the podcast, but you were telling me that... that you had a different audience coming out to to buy the book that you that you guys like didn't really think of before, right? Yeah, it's kind of neat. You know, we we wanted to do this tech guide because nothing like it had ever been done. You know, it, it had been something that that made sense because there's so many cool gadgets in the Ghostbusters world, but there had never really been a book that that uh, described them in detail. And so as we were doing this, we realized that a lot of the interest in it was from the cosplay community um, because there are tons of Ghostbusters out there, uh, people who have their own local sections of the Ghostbusters uh, fandom that, that want to be able to build accurate uh, proton packs and, and accessories and memorabilia that are, are screen ready, you know, that want them to look just like they were uh, on the shows and on the cartoons. And we're kind of providing blueprints to do that in this book. And so it kind of bridges the gap of just normal fandom as well as the cosplay community, uh, giving them the, the means to do so. So there's been a reemergence that I've noticed um, in Stranger Things, for example. Oh, sure. Did they call you up and ask you about the equipment there? <laughs> no, I think they, they probably had the, the clout to get uh, anything they needed for that production on their own. I'm How sure. awesome right. would it be if you just saw like a behind the scenes picture and it just like shows somebody over in the corner just like, Looking reading through book? reading yeah, through your book awesome. that, that awesome. would be sweet yeah. so um you said you do a lot with uh, marvel what is uh, you named off a couple marvel properties what are some of the books that you've written you know i, I did a long run on marvel's power pack uh, which is a group of marvel's youngest heroes um i also did a book that was uh, eisner nominated and and harvey nominated that was called franklin richards son of a genius he's the son of mr fantastic and the invisible woman from the fantastic four it's fantastic. Uh, I, I, I co-wrote that with chris eliopoulos who was also the artist uh, and he's really known uh right now for the uh, the I M books. It's a series of children's books with uh, he he does with uh, Brad Meltzer, um, and it covers like I am George Washington, I am Jim Henson. I, it's a really cool younger reader series of books that's out in bookstores now. So you sort of have like a lot of young men's and older men's dream job. Yeah, you know it, it, it <laughs> was I'm my dream. It jealous. was my dream job when I was four years old. It's my dream job now. That's amazing. Uh, so I'm pretty lucky that I get to. Do how that. did you real quick, Mark? How did you get um, into the into into the into the the what is the word? Comic book world? I, I was gonna say I couldn't the think of the the industry. The oh oh yeah. my gosh, I blanked so hard. I I'm gonna go because, walk over because there because he's fascinated by you. That's what it is. Yeah, but but how did you get into the industry? Well, you know, I I was always a writer. I was always a storyteller. Um, and when I realized that that comic book writing was actually a profession that people did this for a living, um, I was a semester ahead in college. I was a creative writing major in Bowling Green State University. And I decided to take a semester off 
and go up to uh, New York City and work for a publishing company to, to learn the ropes. And it turned out that Marvel had internships at the time, so I got an internship in their editorial department. And during that period, must have proven myself enough because by the time I went back to finish my senior year of college, I had already started writing my first official Marvel comic. And by the time I graduated, I had been hired as an assistant editor. Um, so I spent five years in as an assistant editor at Marvel's New York offices before going freelance and becoming a writer full-time. Wow, that's awesome, Mark. Yeah, I, I, I think you've told journey. me the story before, but I love hearing it because it just shows off that the hard work and dedication and the passion that you have for the craft, I mean, it's shown through. I mean, you're here, you're, you're running your own booth, you're having a great time. I mean, this is, it's Look really great to books. see. Yeah, I know. He's I wanna, written all these, yeah. Shane. I, I know. I'm, you're kind of blowing my mind. I want to know about the Walking Dead book. Yeah, the Walking Dead book I pitched in on. Uh, the chef uh, that wrote it, Lauren Wilson, is a chef out of New York. And the idea behind the book is it is recipes inspired by the show. So anytime we've seen the survivors on The Walking Dead eat something. I love this. Whether it's Morgan's protein <laughs> bars or Carol's cookies or Carl's can of pudding. And the pickles. Right, or, or Eugene's pickles. Mm -hmm. You know, those uh, Negan's spaghetti. Yes. All of those things are captured in this book, and we provide you recipes to create them so you can kind of relive the survivor's experience. I wrote a lot of the material that helps tie it back into The Walking Dead world. So Lauren did the heavy lifting with recipes, and I kind of added some of the extra flavor. How many of them have you tried? I've tried about a handful. I'd say five or six of them that I've, I've tried and, and made myself, and they've all turned out really well. Um, they're, they're not necessarily recipes that you need to have a ton of cooking experience to pull off. Perfect for me. Um, but some of them use unique ingredients. You know, Carol's, uh, Carol's cookies use acorn flour, so those are going to be a little bit tougher to make. But some of them are pretty straightforward and just fun. I have to tell you, and this is not a lie, I just told my husband yesterday that we have the like the thing that we eat the most in the house that we could eat if we were on The Walking Dead. It's tuna spaghetti. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, we have a way We have a way to create, um, in, in the one season, uh, Tara and, and her family are living basically off of SpaghettiOs, the, yeah. the Walking Dead version of SpaghettiOs, and we have a recipe where you can create your own homemade version of those. Um, so it's that, it, you know, it really does pay tribute to the things you've seen on the show. All right, so does it, does it, um, oh, is there uh, any um, uh, recipes for Bob? No, we, we, we deliberately did not include any recipes that require human. I was uh, going to say, is yeah, there any no cannibalism brains, no in it? Okay. Uh, I think we do have a terminus rack of ribs in there. Ooh, nice. Uh, but it is not human ribs. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because you said unique ingredients. I was like, how unique are, no, are these more, ingredients going to be? Ingredients you need to forage uh, or, uh, okay. or find in a, in not a, murder a store someone. As opposed to that you need to cut off of your own body. I, I have to say one more thing. Um, so I have always thought that Akron would be an amazing place to, for them to film The Walking Dead. What do you think about this? I, I, th I think, yeah, I think even downtown Akron, you could do downtown Cleveland really well, too. You know, oh, there are yeah. Some, there are some areas that look like they've they've been hit by, by uh, the, the apocalypse. Uh, My so, living room. Yeah. Oh, so you gosh. know some people, so put in some calls. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Thank you, Mark, so much. Thank you guys All so right, much. nice talking to you. So we would be remiss to not interview these two who are so deeply involved in Comic-Con. And um, what is it? At, what's the co cosplay called? Okay, so we are part of uh, Rubber City Cosplay is the organization that Cody and I run. Uh, by the way, this is Ryan and Cody. Uh, it, I'm we, Cody. Uh, but we run it. Um, it's an all-volunteer group. We go around to different events, um, a lot of cons in the area, Rubber Ducks, Racers, Barnes & Noble. You know, we've been working with uh, all these great, great uh, organizations and locations. And we just bring, uh, bring uh, props for people to... Uh, dress up in costume. We ourselves dress up in costume. We like to promote the positivity of cosplay and just like having a great time. Back up a little bit and uh, tell us what cosplay is because some people may not even know what that is. Um, so cosplay is costume play. 
Um, and kind of it's, it's, it's this, this genre of art that has definitely been taken off in the past couple of years where um, it used to be about just, you know, dressing up and just, you know, wearing your favorite superhero. But, like, a lot of people get into it and they stay in character all day and they do the voices and they do the mannerisms and the body language. And it's kind of just this great way to be free and just be some of your favorite creations. I mean, what, what do you think, Cody? I mean, you're new to it. Cody, I got Cody into it. Newer, His yeah. His very I mean, first cosplay was Jimmy Buffett from Jurassic World. It was awesome. He had the two margarita glasses and everything. That was fun. Um... No, I mean, I think he kind of nailed what cosplay is. But basically what we do with Rubber City Cosplay, which the booth is behind us, as you can tell, is we kind of took a new spin on, I guess, what some people who do cosplay would do at events. Is You kind of come in your best costume and you sell pictures of yourself and do things like that. But we kind of wanted to involve people in what we were doing. So a couple years ago, we it was at Akron Comic Con was our first one. Uh, we kind of started Rubber City Cosplay, and what we decided to do was this free photo booth idea. And so, like, we have a tower back here that you can see that has all these different props on it from pop culture and comic book movies and all kinds of different stuff like that. That maybe if you forgot your camera or if you're just the one taking pictures, now you have an opportunity to be in that picture. And you can go get it for free. So we offer free service. Really fun. You can get a picture with your family. Or it's any. always great when you see, like, the whole family, like, grandma's holding Thor's hammer. I mean, it's really great yeah. when you get all of them in it. Shane's the grandma in that scenario. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. As but long as know, I'm a cool I mean, grandma. We just had a really – it's been a really fun experience. And I think that we're really happy with where we are. And – uh, we've had a great time this weekend. Akron Comic Con is our home. I mean, this is where we started. We'll be back here every year. Mike Savine, the guy who runs it, um, is a great individual who, I mean, has inspired me to, to and Cody and I both, to, to start this organization and, and to take it out into the world. I mean, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a former uh, guest. Yes. On the podcast. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was on, on for last year's Akron Comic Con, I think. Yeah, right? he, um, we had him on. Maybe? But, uh, yeah, Mike is just a great individual. And, and, I mean, all the staff and all the volunteers here, just the great people. I've heard um, people come up to me and say or see uh, reviews online, and they say, like, great, the best volunteers ever. And, I mean, that kind of includes us because we're here volunteering our time as well. Yeah, I mean, Akron Comic Con is definitely one of the best ones in the area. If you can go to one, go to this one. Very it, fun, cheap, family-friendly. Yeah. And it's grown considerably. Yeah, definitely. And oh, next, my gosh. And next year will be a Goodyear Hall, so we're not going to be at John S. Yeah. next year, but still downtown Akron and um, new I venues, mean, I remember, same yeah, the, the, the first year was in the student union at uh, the University of Akron. It was, I mean, it wasn't even the size of a basketball court. I mean, it was tiny. When was the first year? 2012 was the first year. I remember I had my name tag. Uh, they spell my last name wrong. It's hilarious. It's D-I-K-E. I mean, that's like, back when I started, it wasn't like I wasn't, and I mean, this isn't me trying to brag, but like I wasn't known. Like we've been doing this for so long and we've been a part of this Comic-Con that like they Most like, people they know spell my name wrong the very first time. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just how much we've grown with this great event it's like we, we now come out and people know rubber city cosplay we run the costume contest it's it's fun I, I i look forward to this weekend the entire year so cosplay is your normal you know like you guys do this all the time but i think some people that misunderstand and might say like what is that especially someone that would kind of randomly walk in so what do you say about that whole misconception of what this is actually about that's a good question i mean 
you know, when I first started, I, I think, okay, let me, let me rewind a little bit. So, like, I think that a lot of the main reason that we do this, at least for ourselves, is not only for the family-friendly aspect, but for the kids. So, just today, I mean, several times, kids come through and they think that it's the coolest thing in the world to see people that they see on TV here in person with different props or things like that. It's so cool. And to see that happen, just if you're making the world that a brighter, just that one little step at a time, I think it's worth it. So that's really fun. And that's a really cool thing that we do. And so to people who really don't understand it, I mean, you got to figure out what it's about. So if you don't, like, that's what it's about for me is making the kids day, making, keeping that positive influence in their life. If we can do that, then why shouldn't we, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it definitely, ha it's, it, it would be weird at first, I'm sure. Definitely you know, you, do, you don't see people dressed as Deadpool or Batman or Superman walking down the street on a regular basis. So to, to be in a room that's just filled with these people and not be uh, akin to that, I mean, yeah, it, would, it might be a little surprising at first, but it's, it's welcoming. You know, this is a very welcoming uh, community of people that understand what it's about and understand that uh, even with the cosplays and with the costumes themselves, you know, some people can't sew, some people buy, some people borrow friends, some people's gender bend. You know, we, we run with the, the hashtag cosplays for all. I've done girl characters before. Uh, I've done, we've done um, characters that are different races. You know, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, you're not em embodying the, the actor or whatever, you're embodying the character itself. You know what's interesting is that it actually celebrates an even larger pool of diversity. Yeah, so absolutely. is there an acceptance of diversity in general that's underneath like that sort of, you know, new diversity that this yeah. creates? No, yeah, of course. It, I mean, it's you'll see old, the young, the the rich, the poor. You'll see everybody here just celebrating Comic Con. Is there Comic Con drama? Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean there's like, with everything. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she wore the same outfit that I wore. Oh yeah, that's the and worst. And that's kind of, you know, been our role with I guess the costume contest is like sometimes people get really competitive and they, you know, people get upset if they don't win sometimes. But what we've tried to do, and this is our first year running all of it, um, but we're trying to keep that positive fun experience going. Like it's for everyone, so that's what we want to do to keep it for we, uh, everyone. Yesterday, we ran a live video. We, we live-streamed it on Facebook for everybody to watch, and it was something that we wanted to do to, uh, um, to include everybody. You know, not everybody could make it down. Not everybody was able to be here this weekend, so we wanted to include the world, essentially. You know, we, the, the world of Akron. You know, yeah. a lot of people watched it. Um, but it's it's like yeah, it's very accepting. It's it's an accepting community. Drama, of course. There's drama in my own. There's drama everywhere, you know. Yeah. But I think that definitely the the positive outlook outweighs the drama. Yeah, by far. By far. It certainly seems that way. And the smiles I've seen coming in, and like you said, what's the little thing you roll around? BB-8. BB-8, you know, <laughs> just the looks that you get and people stop and take a photo and the yeah. kids' uh -huh. faces. It's so awesome. So. He's BB-great. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, You're too young for dad jokes. Oh, man. <laughs> Everybody, now I'll be over here. No. So, so where can people find out about uh, Rubber City Cosplay if they want to participate or learn more or be a volunteer? 
Yeah, so you can check out uh, our Facebook page, which is just Rubber City Cosplay. We also recently created, created uh, I think it's just called Rubber City Cosplay Group, right? Yes. So it, we created this the other day. It's and a it's public like, group it's on Facebook. It's a public Facebook. group on Facebook. You can join it and get advice if you have questions ask questions if you just want to share your cosplay you can do that uh, ask about upcoming conventions anything like that it's just a, it's just a really broad as far as cosplay goes and yeah we're on we're on like instagram that. too yeah instagram uh, at rubber city cosplay yeah we try to post and try to keep updated on both of the sites you can always follow uh like cody said on facebook we, we try to update as much as possible and definitely show the different events that we're going to i mean we have an event the next two weekends um, we're at Barnes & Noble's next weekend, and the following weekend we're going to be at Strongsville Cinemark for a Justice League premiere. So we, we like to keep busy. We're always doing events, and we update that on our Facebook page. So if you want to come get your picture taken, follow the Facebook page. You can find out where you'll find us. That's right. Also, if you were in the costume contest yesterday and you're listening, you can get your fo free photo at Rubber City Cosplay. Um, watch the live video. Follow Akron Comic Con, yeah. rate and review it. It helps them out. The John S. Knight Center, this is a great location. And, and, and yeah, we're moving to a different one next year. Um, and I think that just is in line with uh, Mike Savine's and the, the staff and the volunteers' um, overall goal of Akron Comic Con is to still keep it family friendly. And um, it'll be exciting when it's at Goodyear Hall next year. And we, I can't wait for it. And I suggest everyone come and check it out because it's always good to do something every day outside of your comfort zone. That's so, right. you know, right. come I on wore, over. I wore tights yesterday, superhero tights. I didn't even wear tights yesterday. I, it was my comfort zone. I was okay with it. I, they, it was very nice. It was breezy. Exactly, yeah. It's good to try new things. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Some more people. Wonderful. Thanks. All right, and we are back, and this time we're here with Mike Sabine, who is one of the people who run the Akron Comic-Con. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Cody. I'm sure glad to be here. Yeah, no problem. So this is the fifth annual, right? Or sixth. Sixth, sixth annual, I'm sixth sorry. Year. Sixth year, which is just awesome. I mean, and it's grown so much over the years, right? Yes, it has. We've uh, really enjoyed uh, our six years, and I'll tell you, we've earned uh, you know the what we've done we've we've earned it so uh, we're very grateful for the community at large all the fans all the professionals all the vendors it takes so many to put on a, a show like this we're just very grateful for everyone that's been involved and they make us a success and we just ride the wave and enjoy it Absolutely. I mean, Akron Comic Con has such a great reputation in the Comic Con world, I guess. Um, and so many great people here. I mean, another great show that you guys have put together for everybody. And it's just awesome vendors. I mean, it, it really is the exhibitors and all that that make it the show That's great. Right. And you know, this year we have probably 20% new vendors. And we look for people that have a, fill a special niche. And we're kind of looking for the sci fi monster theme, too, because we've got plans. Monster Fest Mania. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Monster did you get scared? I did. <laughs> a chill ran through my spine just now. So here's a testament to a successful event. We're on day three, which is Sunday, and it's still packed with people. And we're very grateful for that, believe me. It takes a lot of money to run a show like this here. And don't be confused. We are not millionaires. We turn the money back into the show so that we can build a better show each year for for everyone here and does it keep growing each year it it does i think we've hit a plateau here for a while but we're moving uh, we're going to shake things up a bit 
and we're going to be moving to the Goodyear Center, which is two miles from here down Market Street at the old uh, Goodyear uh, National Headquarters. Yeah. And we'll be using the hotel jointly, so it should be a whole lot more economical, a whole lot more fun and easier on fans alike. Definitely, it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a smaller venue than this, right? But it is. But I mean. You utilize your space correctly, yes. and that's right. And I'm good at doing that, at least. I'm organized, <laughs> uh, contractor. I know how to build a you house. You should see some of these plans that Mike <laughs> makes for Agon Comic Con. It's crazy stuff. So cool how he does it, and yeah. it all turns out great every time. And it's all scale. Everything's in scale. So <laughs> you know, you can, you can go to the, the eighth of an inch and know that that's a foot, and you can work it all out. So I have a good, I have too much time <laughs> on my hands. Is really what it boils down to. So, you have any favorite costumes or any favorite exhibits you've seen today? Now, the favorite costume, you missed it yesterday, was a little fella. He was Doc Ock. Oh, that was so cool. Goggles. He won the contest. Yeah, he did win the he kids' did. He won the kids I took portion. pictures of it because I'm going to be using that to uh, promote, promote, promote. Yeah. So, you'll be seeing that uh, soon. So he, he might be a future Rubber City cosplay member. Maybe he that will. could be. Yeah. And I want to tell you something. You guys are terrific. You guys bring an energy to the show that is necessary uh, for the success of this show. Well, thank you. And we you appreciate that. you have from day one, and you've been with us now at least five years, you and... Um, I think four years, me and five, six years. Six Ryan. with Ryan, yeah. that's right. So yeah, we're, so we've, we're, we're grateful for... These guys are fun, and you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're good guys. We really enjoyed our time with you. And thank you. Yeah. And we, we appreciate that. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking with us, Mike. We yes. really appreciate it. Akron Comic-Con. Congratulations on another successful Comic-Con. Thanks, Mike. All right. All right, Akron Comic-Con 2017. We are here. We are at the end of our episode. Shane, Sadly. what did you think of the Comic-Con? You know, I'm coming back next year. You are? I, I think I, I think that next year I might want to try on like 10 outfits. You have become one of us. <laughs> That's right. One of us. <laughs> I'm one in. Of us. I'm all in. Are you going to wear the buns back next year? You could totally do I Princess Leia. I would totally Leia. sport my buns. <laughs> But yeah. I think I want to try, like, new outfits. Okay. Yeah, Any what ideas? Else, what else can I dress up Any as? Ideas? You tell me. All I right. Mean. I think you should do, you could, you know, you could gender bend. You could do Thor. You could do Captain America. Oh, I had not considered that. How fun would that be? You okay. could do that. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, um, like you that. You could do Ray, and you can push around BB-8. Okay. I, People yeah. love BB-8. Mm-hmm. What um, else? What else you got? Uh, Betty or Veronica from Archie. Oh, I love Those are easy. Maybe you we can, should dress up as that next you year. You can always do easy costumes like that. Marty McFly is a fun one I like to do. <laughs> I like that. People I'm gonna leave that to you. That's a really good look for I you. do like that one. I dressed up like that like that for Halloween. No oh. one knew who I was. <laughs> I was like I You was, need a hoverboard, then you can I like it. did like the pose and everything and people were like, Who are you supposed to yeah. be? And You're gonna I, have to step out of a DeLorean. So I'll rent one for next year. Okay, that's a good idea. But uh, no, um, you're you're, you're going to do some photos. You're going to have a great I time. Am. You're going to hang a, out. Yes, I brought my lights. I'm going to do a photo series, and we'll share that as well. So um, it should be a lot of fun. I can't wait. You're going to introduce me to everyone, right? Yes, to your Comic-Con of course. Family. Yes. yes. No, yeah, Comic-Con family, all the great people that do work here. Thank you to everybody who uh, came out to Akron Comic-Con 2017. This has been a great so time. Fun. We, uh, we're, we're happy. Rubber City Cosplay, we, we're, we're proud to be a part of this wonderful organization. They do such great work here in the community. And, and I'm just happy that we were able to, you know, have spoils out, too, to yes. do some interviews. You know, thanks to Mark and Ted and uh, to Mike Savine for, for um, giving us some time to come on and, and listen. And uh, thanks to Zach for coming out Zach, and helping out. Hey. We're giving a shout-out to Zach. <laughs> Zach. Zach took lots of B-roll. 
He had yeah. to follow BB-8 around. Yeah, it was good. Who it was I good. called BB-9? No, no. Oh, wait, it is BB-9? No, it's BB-8. I know. Okay, I got it right. It's BB-8. <sighs> so anyways, Shane, <laughs> final thoughts on Comic-Con. I think that if you have not explored this, you should come and get a little funky next year and bring yourself to Comic-Con. Because I agree. it's just a new experience. I agree. Yeah. I agree. learned a lot it's about fun. the culture. Yeah. It's fun. It, it is. What have you fun. learned about the culture? Well, I mean, it's like this different sort of level of acceptance and mm -hmm. kindred spirits, mm -hmm. you know, with people that sort of share this activity. And, and for, I think, almost anyone that does this regularly, it's about something much deeper. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? So, real quick, this is going to get kind of deep. So. Okay, let's I do feel, it. Akron, I feel like we... Let me we, get on my waders. So I feel like, I feel like we've, we've gotten to know each other, Akron. Um, <laughs> I grew up, both of my parents were pastors. So we didn't do mm -hmm. Halloween, you know. Okay, interesting. So, I didn't do any costumes growing up. So, mm -hmm. I like to kind of joke around and think that I have like 25 years of costuming to make up. <laughs> and that's why I make a new one every like two months. Because I just have all the time to make up. It is, for me... I love doing costumes. I love dressing up. I like mm -hmm. I like making. I like the crafting process. So mm -hmm. it's fun for me to be able to express myself. Is uh, there it, a certain amount of escapism in that? Where I think you're kind so. of getting away from your daily stressors. I think so too. I think there's going to be a lot more comic coners. You know. Yeah. Because there's a lot. There's a lot. You know. So a lot a going good, on. It's a good way to relax. If so you if you feel it. so, what we have come away with today. If you're feeling stressed, make your way down to Comic Con and throw on a costume. I think we do it next year. Next year? Yeah, I think next year we should. Yeah, we should like do quick like like outfit changes and do as many as possible. That's like a, a good idea. I like that. I think Every we should get. Will be a different outfit. We should get a couple uh, bald characters or oh. for Chris to do, like the Emperor. <laughs> we could get him to do the Emperor from Star Wars. Okay. Doctor Honeydew. Um, he could just, you know, what did you call it when you dress the other cross dress sort of like what's that? Uh, called? gender bend. Gender bend. He could gender bend. Yeah, Chris could gender bend a costume. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a great time. Uh, again, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for having a great time. As always, keep, keep it, it an Akron, Akron Comic Con day. day. <laughs>